2: This is Tatooine Sons, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to the galaxy's greatest Star Wars podcasts, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Sabres Podcast, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadrons Podcast, Skyhopper's Podcast, The Nerd Room, San Diego Sabres Radio Podcast, Less Than 12 Parsecs Podcast, and Retro Inc. Podcast. Visit StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first step into a larger world.
3: Welcome, Star Wars fans, to episode 65 of Tatooine Sons. We're all excitedly waiting for the finale of Star Wars Resistance, along with all of the additional revelations coming in a few weeks of Star Wars Celebration. While we're trying to remain patient, we've decided to take a deep dive into the Resurrection DLC of Star Wars Battlefront two, specifically whether or not we think that it will impact the storyline of episode 9. And, of course, we'll give more thoughts on the season finale of Star Wars Resistance and our always fun hot takes. Never tell me the odds. It's time for Tatooine Sons. It's true. it's true. All I What is the name of the Porg on the Millennium Falcon?
2: The Force is strong in my family.
3: What do you think his name is? (laughs) It's a big moment.
1: I am a Jedi, like my father before me.
2: Maybe Turbis? Do
1: or
3: do not. There is no try.
2: Turbis? (laughs) Pablo, if you're listening to this live stream... That pork's name is now Turbis. It's a good Star Wars name. We're not done yet. These guys recorded an awesome podcast called Tatooine Sons. Everybody was
3: lit. Welcome, Star Wars fans. This is Tatooine Sons, your weekly look in all things Star Wars. From the unique perspective of a father sharing his love for the amazing space fantasy saga with his two sons.
2: I am BB Nate, and I'm joined first by my brother, Samuel the Hutt. Chew to Star Wars fans, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and if you're not a Star Wars fan, then you probably didn't play the DLC for Battlefront 2. If you I mean, were a Star Wars not... fan,
0: you may not have played the DLC for yeah. Battlefront or 2. Or just a little bit
2: like out of date, because that DLC came out... A year and a half ago. Uh, yeah, but we promise it's relevant. It is, <laughs> I think it's DLC. going to be hugely
0: relevant, and it's so much fun it, talking it about it a year and a half it later. It is a
2: hard DLC. It's so much fun. I love that.
0: That game. probably was even better than the regular campaign, from my perspective. The storyline was, at we least. Yeah. again yeah, we're gonna to have to jump. Well, we're gonna watch it in a week, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Why don't we play it in a week? No, I'm just right?
3: And of course, you can't have Star Wars without bizarre father figures. So, on that note, here's the bowtie Jedi guy. Here's my dad, the bowtie Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, How's it? it going, guys? I was thinking of saying something snarky, snarky like, and witty. It's almost
0: your birthday. It's so so you'll so be nice that next week. So next week, ah, when are we gonna record next week? We can't do it Saturday. We're gonna be so busy. Uh, next Saturday, because next Saturday is my birthday, March 23rd. Uh-huh. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be having a Star Wars-a-thon, but it's a specifically crafted one built around the buildup for episode nine. It's not I, a shitty order. So we talked a little bit about it last week, but I've, I've taken time to really process what was going to happen with that. And so what it's, am I, is my mic on? Cause that would really be bad. Okay. And um, we've done that before. <laughs> um, so basically the way that it's going to work is we're going to get up early in the morning. We're going to get some breakfast. I don't know if we're doing Chick-fil-A. Um, I don't know what I want yet. For breakfast, and maybe I want Mommy to make pancakes or something. So I'll decide. Is that okay? It's my birthday, right? Okay. So anyway, we'll have breakfast, and then it's going to be like Cartoon Central to start. So we're going to watch like, uh, let's see, the uh, what was it? The the Core Problem episode of Star Wars Resistance, yeah. followed by the Disappeared. Episode of Star uh, Wars Resistance uh, 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 and then Descent. Descent episode of Star Wars Resistance, mm-hmm. right? Then we're gonna flip on over and we're gonna watch The Force Awakens. Which we watched like a week, two weeks ago. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> we're gonna watch The Force Awakens, and then we're gonna flip back over, and we're gonna watch the finale Northscape episodes, No Escape part one and two of Star Wars Resistance, which No Escape Part Two doesn't even come out till tomorrow, which we're gonna talk about that both those episodes a little bit in a minute. And then we're going to switch over and watch the cutscenes from Star Wars Battlefront to DLC, the Resurrection DLC, the Last Jedi uh, storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. um, with it, because I think it's going to tie in. It
2: happens right before. The it last does. Season. It all happens together. In fact, I was watching
0: the beginning of the DLC. We got. Well, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about it later. I'm tipping my hand. All right. So you guys know where that comes yeah, from. Yeah. That's yeah. Nothing, all right. Yeah. Tipping your hand. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just,
3: like we're completely and you, you lose focus and you just...
0: Yeah, you tip your hand. So anyway. Um, and then um, we're going to end it with The Last Jedi. right Which I'm totally pumped up. Which I think, you know... Is, and then we just watch all the film wars. Is the best Star Wars movie ever made. You know.
2: Wow. Don't at That's me. pretty bold. Don't uh, at me. Don't
0: at me. That's a Twitter thing. Like, you, anyway. Anyway, you guys don't do Twitter. All right. Don't so anyway, me. yeah, we're going to so do so that next Saturday. Time. So that's going to be fun. So when are you going to record? Oh, I
2: get it. do tag me or like... Yeah.
0: Uh, so I guess we're gonna have to record like Thursday or Friday night. Thursday night. Do you work Thursday?
2: Um
0: yeah, yes. go, no, don't I, look at yeah, do it, anyway. it. Yeah, anyway. Alright, so cool. Uh, it's been a good week uh for Star Wars. Um, at least <laughs> really you know, we haven't like imploded on ourselves as fans. Not yet. So not yet. that's a good week for Star just Wars. Just give it a
2: week or two. There yeah. is
3: no news and that was, was really there was
0: close. some news but it wasn't like anything big I and mean, that's why we're having to go back it was
2: enough to quench the dumpster fires for a little bit yeah it was a
0: little bit of fun <laughs> i mean they announced the episode nine panel we'll talk about some of this stuff a little bit later i spent most of this week getting ready for star wars celebration not necessarily planning out the schedule because they haven't fully released everything on the I schedule need yet
2: need to um, that was the most fun part of, of planning it, it out
0: up. and then we didn't do any hardly anything that, that was on the plan i right. know
2: but we've got so much more to fit in this time it's gonna
0: be fun but um I got buttons together, so we've got 500 buttons that are really? actually going to arrive on Monday that we're going to be giving out at Star Wars Celebration, and we're going to be handing those out to everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then um, shirts—we got i designed a shirt, a special Star Wars Celebration Tatooine Suns. Oh, that's right. Shirt, and we okay. got hoodie versions of it for us to wear. So we can it's going to be those. freaking cold. It's going to be Chicago in April. Uh so oh,
3: we, t- how how is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like It's in
0: the fifties and the sixties, but in the evening it's gonna get cold, it could be windy, because I mean they call it the windy city. But did you guys know? A is Chicago, time?
2: the place that has that giant like silver bean.
0: What like are you talking about?
2: The bean? Yeah, yeah no, thing. I think that's St. Is it?
0: What are you talking about? The, the
2: arch? Has, no. Bean. I'm thinking of the bean. Uh, it's not the giant bean, is it?
0: I have no idea. You don't what know what the giant about. like
2: chrome bean?
0: Yeah, hey, I don't know. Hold on. That's probably Boston.
2: I think that's, uh, that's awesome. it. I don't know why I was getting... Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, um, <laughs> Chicago is actually called the Windy City, but it's not because of wind. It's because they got tuned that way because everybody's a, like... Talks non stop and they never shut up, is what I understand. For people that have lived <laughs> in Chicago, that they told me that that's why they call it the Windy City. It's not because it's
2: windy. It's like there's
0: all this, There's they're windy because they're like always talking um, with it. I don't know. So we'll fit in. Actually, you and me will fit in good at that. Nathan will just be sitting there being Nathan. Uh, being yep. like, You'll be like, that's interesting. That's cool. That's cool. All right, anyway. Which is not true. just like you do this, not it's not your
2: fault, but like list. when we're having a conversation with someone and you're not like directly. Talking, you're just gonna sit there like this.
0: Yeah, like you're that's what I'm like saying, just staring I'm at the thinking. floor. I, I
2: just that was great podcast. That was great podcast. You'll, you'll, you'll sit there like this. <laughs> yeah, like this, which means
0: head down, like staring into nothing. Alright, right. So anyway,
2: I'm just thinking.
0: Yeah, is that where the smoke comes from?
3: No, there's no Out of smoke. Your ears. I'm okay. just uh-huh. really thinking.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. I believe you. No, I'm I actually listening. I do because you usually come up with something in those moments. That's when you come up with something, and we we sit here and we're like wow (laughs) that was awesome all right so anyway um so we got shirts we got that and then like it started to hit me like steel wars of course the commonwealth network um a coffee with kenobi oh that's we should mention that oh Oh,
2: yeah
0: Yeah. you know coffee with kenobi which is one of the big boys when it comes to the star wars podcasting universe like big boys like honestly come on they're the big boy uh then and (laughs) And collider um yeah and um, they're putting together a meetup type thing on a, on Saturday evening at um, the High Regency Hotel and inviting some of the top podcasts to be a part of it and And, um, they asked, you know, they suggested on their page that anybody that wanted to participate to let them know. And so I reached out to them yesterday and asked them if we could be a part of that group. And they said, absolutely. So we're going to be there on Saturday night, um, at the Hyatt Regency hotel, right by McCormick place. So it's right by the uh, convention center. So it'll be easy to get to for all the fans and all the listeners and viewers and all that kind of stuff. So that'll be fun. We'll be hanging out with some of the top podcasts and YouTube channels. Uh, kind of like what happened at, Star Wars, or at San Diego Comic-Con, but this is like Star Wars complete mecca. Yeah, so everybody like at big, Star Wars is at The big thing. deal. So it's going to be a lot of fun uh, oh, yeah. for that. Uh, but then in the midst of all this, with all of these different meetups that were being scheduled, I think you just hit the mic, so I didn't. apologize if anybody heard that. Um, we started thinking about how so many of these meetups are taking place at like 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. or... At bars. Yeah. And so that kind of puts Samuel Hutton, BB Nate at a, a disadvantage. And honestly, I'm not a bar guy. I don't go hang out at bars and stuff like that. And of course, <laughs> if I was by myself, Or with, you know, only adults, we I'd go hang out and do some of the meetups. Yeah, oh yeah. And stuff like that. But Sam and Nate can't go to those. And so we started wondering, you know, we were at Celebration in 2017. You guys have heard that story if you've listened to this podcast much at all. We love the family aspect of this. There's so many families that come. uh, Parents with their kids. It's all over the place. Kids in cosplay and all this other stuff. And it started to really kind of, not bug me in a negative way, but like it was a it was something that I couldn't stop thinking about which was there was not anything like that, a meetup type scenario. For kids. For families with their kids. I even joked, you know, we should do a parallel one while Steel Wars is doing their big podcast thing because we sure as heck know Steel Wars isn't family friendly because he curses like a sailor on his (laughs) podcast. But uh, great guy. I mean, that's just who he is, though. I mean, that's the way that they are. So... um, um, but he's actually one of the nicest guys in all the Star Wars he world. He invited us to the same yeah. thing. I mean, I mean, it was he's awesome. Yeah. So please don't take that as a criticism of it. That's just the, cult, the, the his show. It's just the so case, yeah, um, with it, we couldn't go to his show that he did the weekend before episode nine or episode eight came out. The last Jedi came out mm-hmm. in Hollywood at Scum and Villainy Cantina because you had to be twenty one to go. So right. I was thinking about how we were disappointed we couldn't go to that. You guys couldn't go, and I thought, what? Maybe we should put together our own little family friendly meetup. And so, you know, it might happen. We're still talking about it, thinking about how to make it work. Like We
2: literally just came up with it like five hours ago. Yeah.
0: Um, but we're working on it and there's lots of interest in it. You know, I've had lots of parents that are bringing their kids to celebration. I put it out on Facebook here, put it out on Twitter, asked if anybody would be interested in it. You know, we've had probably 50 to 60 responses of people saying that they would be there. Um, if we, if we held it. So, so
2: I'm, I must be, I'm, it's probably just not clicking for me, but it's basically just going to be like what we did at Scum and Villainy or the San Diego thing. We just kind of stand around and hang out and talk. Yeah, with them. yeah, hang out with oh, other okay. podcasts and uh, you
0: sure know, fam- really our, our family podcast. friendly Star Wars podcast. Bring them in, let people talk with kids, okay. all that kind of stuff. It would be a lot of fun. So, yeah, we're thinking about it. Like so, cool. if you're interested in that, you know, send us a message um, on Facebook or on Twitter and let us know that that's something that you'd be interested. In. We'll make sure you get all the details if we put it together, and if we don't, we'll let you know. Uh, yeah as well um we have no new ratings or reviews this week so um all right <laughs> so that makes i got a bad feeling about this I'm sad but that's okay um and and maybe it's because i'm a moron <laughs> Wow, so last week um, we we threw in the recording at the end. If you guys listened to the recording, we sounded like droids uh, during the interview portion of it. Our guest uh, Scott, who was the guy that, that gave all the details on the episode nine sizzle reel was awesome on that podcast. Oh, yeah. You should go back and listen to it um, because he was amazing. Um, and it, the details he gave about the episode nine sizzle reel he saw at the shareholders meeting were great. So much better than even on the, uh, Twitter feed, uh, that he, the Twitter. It's hard to explain together.
3: a lot while typing in a hundred. Yeah. I mean,
0: 140 characters doesn't really let you get nuance and stuff like that. Yeah. So he was able to elaborate more on our recording. Uh, we sounded like droids, but I was so focused on getting that up and running and then trying to figure out how to fix the audio, which I couldn't get fixed and frustrated about that, that I forgot something.
3: Yeah. This is madness.
0: I forgot to post last week's podcast poll of the week. so
3: Should should we do it for this week as well?
0: So why don't we go ahead and just, this will be easy. We'll go ahead and play the podcast poll results intro. Hold on just one second. Are you brainless? Yes. Yes, I am brainless. I never ask that question until after I've done it. What? And then I forgot the podcast poll. All right, so that was it. So so there's the podcast poll results from last week. The results are,
3: it was a tie. It was a tie, a
0: four-way tie with zero votes. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, so... Not
3: many people were interested in it this week. I don't know That wasn't very interesting.
0: Um, I don't even remember
2: what the podcast poll was going to be about anyway, so... (laughs) It was about the sizzle
0: reel. Are you more excited for episode nine before or after the sizzle reel or anything like that? But, um, yeah, good talk, so... Uh, why don't we skip past that and move on to something
2: a little bit more interesting. It's finally here. The moment we... Why don't we start all over on that? All we right. were waiting for... It. I thought it
0: was weave. The moment we were waiting for, the we were waiting for since the mids... I think we Say
2: for what it. you want
0: then. You know what? Just go for it. Bro. All right? Just go own it. Own, own, it. own your intro. Don't even own look it. it. All right? Five, four... Stop. I gotta edit now. Five,
2: four... <laughs> Three. it's finally here the moment we've been waiting for since the mid-season trailer was released in January we were finally able to witness the power of Starkiller base and the destruction of Hossian Prime through the eyes of Kazito. Kazito oh you were so good and then you I screwed it up
0: Cause it's because you got a little cocky there for a second, no. looking at me like my way sounds better, no. and then you kept going. I was just looking at you. I'm, all right, no, I'm just speaking. No,
2: no. All right, no. Swing it.
0: No, swing it. No. Five,
2: four, three. It's finally here—the moment we've been waiting for since the mid-season trailer was released in January we were finally able to witness the power of Starkiller Base and the s- destruction of Hosnian Prime through the eyes of Kazuda... Keze- Keze- he it
1: did again. it again! <laughs> yeah! Uh,
2: Kazuda Ziono. Kazudo... Right, you gotta start it again, man, Kezudo. because I gotta Is edit. it. So you're gonna get it right. It's Kazudo Ziono. Yeah, Kazuda Ziono. Is it? Did I say Kazudo? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Alright.
3: Five... Okay, back to
0: the recording. Alright, five...
2: it's finally here the moment we've been waiting for since the mid-season trailer was released in January we were finally able to witness the power of Starkiller Base and the destruction of Hosnian Prime through the eyes of Kazuda Ziono and to be honest, it was more intense than we expected. We'll talk about it next on Resistance Recap. Oh,
0: crap. I forgot to
2: do the... you got to do it again. <laughs> I was so distracted.
1: <laughs> I was so distracted by... Well, I well. He moved so his well. chair, too. I was doing so well. Right when
0: you say Kazuto Siona, Siona? Yeah, he it's moved tough, his chair, and it was like creak, creak, and I was all upset about that. It's not that tough to say
3: All right, you can do it. You
2: can do it. All right, last time. Ready? Five, four, three... It's finally here. The moment we've been waiting for since the mid-season trailer was released in January. We were finally able to witness the power of Starkiller Base and the destruction of Hosnian Prime through the eyes of Kazuta Ziono. And to be honest, it was more intense than we expected. We'll talk about it next on Resistance Recap. We have a mission for you.
0: But I was going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. How do we blow it up? There's always a way to do that.
1: Joy, please.
0: Light it up.
3: Alright.
2: Uh,
0: for those yeah. of you watching on Facebook Live, this is why we call this a train wreck. Alright.
2: <laughs> so we were finally able to see part one of the season one finale of Resistance last week. Um, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. It was pretty good.
3: And we're not like saying it was awesome because it's the end of the season. No, you know? we're saying it's awesome because
0: we're shills and we're paid by Disney. Oh, that's I've right. I've been seeing we that are. a lot
3: lately. I was looking on an episode 9 post on Facebook and somebody flat out said, Oh, you're just a per- fan getting paid by Disney. And it was a have whole never thread a of penny 40. For Disney. Of 40 replies saying,
2: wait, I get paid by Disney? Where's my paycheck? Yeah, right? Exactly. All right, so, keep going. All right, anyway. So the synopsis for last week's episode... All right, but just pay attention
0: notice, to BB Nate because this is like intense stuff here, so... <laughs> you,
2: you, you done? I am ready. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. It was No Escape Part 1, and it, uh, it says, when Captain Doza protests Yeager's imprisonment, Pyre d- decides he has exhausted his usefulness and has him and the aces arrested. Forty Doza's droid helper, tries to help... Doza, but is destroyed by Pyre. Meanwhile, Kaz... Oh, nice. I just, like... That's okay. Gas. Right out. That's all right. It, it, it's all right. We're
0: <laughs> live now, baby. So. Start We're starting now. Let's go. Come on. Oh, I think... Right. I started over after all that. It's been, like, 40 minutes that we've been doing this one segment, we got three minutes into it. So let's keep going here. All
2: Forty, right. 4D, Doza's droid helper, tries to help Doza, but is destroyed by Pyre. Meanwhile, Kaz, Niku, Kel, and Ayla... Capture the platform control center so Kaz and CB-23 can infiltrate the detention cells. They soon discover a hyperdrive above their heads and realize the Colossus is a starship and start preparing for liftoff. At the same time, Agent Tyranny manipulates Tam's resentment towards Kaz to motivate her into joining the First Order and reveals that Yeager knew who Kaz really was all this time. This is further supported when Tam lashes out at a captured Yeager for hiding Kaz's true identity this entire time. Kaz runs into Tora, who agrees to lead him to the cells. At one point, they are caught by a first order of droid, who almost gives away their location before it is stopped by CB-23. They soon eavesdrop on a group of stormtroopers, viewing a transmission from General Hux, proclaiming the end of the New Republic. Kaz can only watch in horror as Starkiller Base destroys his home of and Prime and his parents along with it.
3: No. That was so I'm assuming that you wrote this, right?
0: No, I stole that from Wikipedia.
3: Wow. Yep. So it's well, I was going to say confirm that his parents died, but it's Wikipedia that we're talking about here, and I was taught me. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think his parents are dead. That's what Wikipedia said, and they're pretty good about it. I mean, I could change it I was it taught in school
3: to.
2: to never trust Wikipedia. I know, right? You're home it with... school.
0: So would mom say it?
2: No, you Oh, did you just okay. say it. It. I know, dad like, co- college professors, they don't like it. No, like, co- like I get it. I don't like, get I, I don't I, It's how not how like, like it's, like it's, like it's
0: a, a, text text. a textbook journal or anything like that. No, but like
2: there's that. usually pretty good
3: information. There's Wikipedia pages about dad and Sam. There used to be, at least. Yeah, anyway, so... Oh,
2: yeah, I was a dolphin trainer. Oh, okay. So, anyway... Anyway, um... Just got off and then we're going to start. Wow! All right. Um, yeah. What? Uh, I'm, hmm. <laughs> what? It, what, it, what do you? What do you think about this episode, Dan? I it's thought like, it was amazing. Was something, you, was um, something specifically that you like? There's, there's. I got you thoughts.
0: My um, first. There's. Well, we shared a little bit last week on the episode since we had already seen it before we recorded, um, and we touched on it just briefly. Um, of course, the hyperspace ability of the Colossus um folks that means that means that things going into space and that means my theory is that's what he thinks it's going to happen well they show it they show it in the in the 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 uh I mean, commercial for, for this, this final story. episode they that it's in hyperspace they don't
3: specifically show they
0: specifically talk about the colossus being a hyperspace ship oh nobody's not say the that, it's fly. that the colossus is a hyperspace ship just to leave it in the water
2: that's nobody's, not going down nobody's nobody's like denying the fact that it's going to fly or anything we're just—they don't confirm that it's going to create. Well, I'll, I will—I
0: uh, will change everyone's mind here, lady, uh, in a little bit. All right. So, so uh, I love that. Four—four um, D, uh, Captain Dozes. Yeah, it was, a little, it, it is was like a droid? Had, Captain that Dose's had had a
2: former. Droid. No, dead. well, yeah, but
0: here, I mean, he had very K two S O. It did. L three kind of moment there. I said it
2: was cooler. It was like a freaking ninja. Yeah, it was pretty amazing.
0: So I dodged blaster bolts.
1: I necessary. Void, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and apply. See website for details. I want to bring it up until after Nathan has a chance? So.
2: Oh, why?
3: What, what is it? I'm not gonna tell talk
0: to You because I don't want to steal your thunder. I don't know if you're gonna say this one. So, what did you think about this episode? Uh, that was
3: good. <laughs> that was <an> episode <laughs> this episode, I it's left us with some questions that need to be answered. Uh, I came. Do you think out, we have a second half of the I episode know, to do that tomorrow, right? I came out of this episode with more questions than I did What were some of the episode. questions? Like, just... I don't know. I mean... Kaz knew that the Republic was on the oh. Prime, and right as he saw it, he must have been devastated, and he was asking CB-23 if that was true. And I know that.
0: Yeah, asking if it really... if it, what the But plan why didn't it was? CB-23
3: just not confirm it?
0: Because it, it's a droid. He needs to... He he responds. Yeah. He he it's doesn't have the emotion like that. So. It's a she. It doesn't matter. She, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, it's girlfriend. Interesting, huh? it's... <laughs> Do you realize that we've seen this moment?
3: Oh, yeah. This uh, is the, like... The this, Leia run This is like that. the
0: ultimate Star Wars moment
2: replaying again. Because Tori was yeah, even holding... Emotions,
3: sure. holding uh, had her hand on Kaz's shoulder, like Darth Vader had her hand on...
0: Yeah, I mean, this is Leia watching Alderaan be destroyed.
3: It's
2: intense. It was... In- I it's like crazy. When somebody
0: pointed that out to me on Twitter later that day... I saw like, it on Facebook, it, too. It was like, freaked me I out mean, a little bit. I mean,
2: it was one thing to watch it in Force Awakens, because you're just watching it, you know, from space, or just from some, you know, bystander's view, who doesn't necessarily have a connection with that system. But then you watch it from Kaz's point of view, and it's it's heartbreaking. I mean, this is probably just me, because i become desensitized to episode 4, but watching this scene was almost more intense to me than the Alderon.
0: Well, you have more of a connection. I mean, how do I say this? At this point you in the story,
2: with you have more
0: it. of an understanding of who Kaz is than and what his background is that's than true. you do Leia at the point and, of and seeing th- A New Hope.
3: That's you true. don't see, because Kaz, he, the way he explained it, He's like my parents,
0: my yeah.
2: friends, and my at home. I think that's partially the reason why they did that is because, I mean, the, their target audience for this show are literal little littler kids, so they need to explain to them the true impact of what just happened. So you know, they they put that line in there, which I thought was was brilliant writing. But yeah, that does add an impact. It does to for sure because yeah. you 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 can kind of. Um, relate yourself to it you know imagine if this you know earth got blown up or whatever you know i mean it's intense yeah so or you're you know i
0: mean if you want to put it into a real world context it's kind of like you're sitting outside of hiroshima during world war ii yeah Yeah. and you see the atom bomb of Loa up Hiroshima or yeah. Nagasaki or one of those cities and, and your family and your livelihood and everything you've ever known is in one of those cities. And how do you move on mm-hmm. um, with it? That's what Leia experiences in all in with Alderaan in, a, in um, a new hope. Yeah. But you know, I, I, and the other thing about this episode is for anybody that's trying to continue to make an argument that Star Wars resistance is a little bit too childish for them. Uh, you haven't been watching it lately. This uh, is, because you don't made see made this, you don't see complete genocide and and the things that have been happening with in the last few episodes and come a, uh, come away with that impression.
3: If this show is for dedicated fans to just this show specifically, or dedicated fans to Star Wars in general. It's they had childish moments for the, uh, a lot of them for the first few episodes, and then it matured over time. It was seeing how dedicated you could be to the series itself. <sighs> I don't know about that necessarily. I don't mean, think it was planned I can't, I can't. like that. No, but, but.
0: They knew where they were going with this series. We're going to talk about that in the main segment today as I kind of set that up. Um, but the reality is, I have a feeling they knew exactly where this was going to be going. I mean, obviously, they knew exactly where this was going to be going in the finale and where they're going in season oh, yeah. two. They
3: knew it. And before they the first knew, episode. you know, that's
0: why when we interviewed Steven, he was like, you know, you've got to continue to give this thing. Uh, time, time uh, they're yeah. building up character storylines oh, yeah. they're building up background they're getting this ready just wait for the end of the season they're moving
2: the chess pieces yeah means.
0: exactly yeah. and i think that it's um it's part of a master plan we're going to talk oh about,
2: yeah uh, i mean that there. was the same for rebels and clone wars we say that all the time but it started off pretty uh what's the word simple and then it's got really matured overall but yeah um i know i liked i really like this episode um Just, you know, it's getting, it's getting real. And not only that, but it's starting, I mean, this was a little bit before, but now it's really tying into the bigger story. You can can tell exactly where this story takes place in the larger timeline. And you can plan things out from here. Yes, this may be a
3: little bit more childish than, say, Clone Wars. But that is a very brutal... Yeah, but let's
0: be honest, Clone Wars in the opening, like the movie and the the theatrical release of the Clone Wars is pretty childish. You know, Sky Guy and Snips and... And all that kind of stuff. It gets intense quick. But
3: this may be the most childish of all the series. Oh yeah, I'm not denying that. No, but this is the most story effective one. I would disagree I would enjoy with that. that really. No, I mean you have got Anakin's
0: story in Clone yeah. Wars. You got Ahsoka. Her that story is intense. You've got the whole Kanan Jarrus and, and Ezra thing going on. I think that uh, for a season one element, maybe, maybe yeah, it that's has true. moved
2: faster. Yeah. Um,
0: but at the same time, I think that. Here's what I'm under the impression of. You know, uh, when they did the Clone Wars, you already had the prequel trilogy done. It was right, completed. Right. You already had, obviously, the original trilogy. So you <laughs> had to fit within the parameters of what had already happened. That's true. With that. okay, There's
2: a little less room to wiggle. Right.
0: With Rebels, you still are in the same scenario. Because you've, you, you've come out of the Clone Wars, you're in the, uh, the Galactic Empire era... And you're going into the original trilogy, and so the storylines already set. The But they gave
2: him a little bit more room to breathe because it was in between the two. It was,
0: but the big moments um, are already set, right? Uh, in that, and you're just a bit player. So when you see uh, the ghost in Rogue One, and you hear Captain Syndu- or General Sindula uh, called out over the, the, Chopper the while uh, and you see Chopper going into Rogue One. The fans of the series get to go. Wow, that's really awesome! But there really isn't. It's not like you can all of a sudden decide. Well, General Sandula is leading uh, the charge on on the Battle of Scarif, and here's she, here's her character. Right. Because how does she go from being uh, the leader of the Battle of Scarif to non-existent throughout the rest without the them sense. killing her off like they did everybody else? Right. Right? right. So your animated characters and your animated storylines have to be a little uh, are a little bit less. Directly impactful on the major storyline. Here's what I love about Resistance is they're releasing this series as, and they were writing this. I mean, they've been recording Star Wars Resistance for well over a year. Oh yeah. All right. So it's hard. It is, and same thing with Battlefront and all this other stuff, which we'll talk about in a minute. We don't know the storyline of Episode Nine. We don't know where it's going to go. It hasn't been set in stone for us yet. So if they want to find a way to have stuff in the resistance, not only interweave through it like we've seen already, right. but if it impacts it, they can do that because That's it hasn't kind of been set. Easter
3: eggs from the show. Yeah,
0: it's not like they could just do Easter eggs now. Now they can actually. I mean, think about the absurdity for all of us um, who were big Star Wars fans during the original tr- tr- trilogy and the prequel trilogy. And then all of a sudden, you know, the prequel trilogy's done. Revenge of the Sith is done. Yeah. They set us TV series between 2 and 3, episodes 2 and 3, between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, and they throw into it that Anakin had a Padawan. Yeah, right. Where'd the heck that come from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was... That's like, what? Because you've got to deal with that. In that mm-hmm. You've got to deal with the fact that he doesn't have one in episode 3. Yeah. So now we can. I mean, at this point, it could be... We've got characters from the Colossus. We've got characters from Team Fireball. We've got Kaz, we've got General Doza or Captain Doza or whatever. Somehow impacting episode nine, maybe even being in it. That's one of the things that I love about this series. And I think that they're setting it up really well for that.
2: Hmm. So. Well, I'm pretty sure that I know the answer to this, but was there anything you didn't like from this yes. episode? Really? Yeah, it ended. And they didn't <laughs> I, oh, I, was I didn't get to say see, that.
0: I didn't get to see the second half of it last week. So uh, I felt like crazy. it was like like I, I hit a brick wall and I had to wait a week to, it was, to peel it was my face tough. off
2: of it. So your face off. Oh.
0: Um,
3: so yeah,
2: so just right. gonna leave it. I peel my face off, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Nathan, anything? Yeah, I was
3: gonna say the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. I just I didn't want it to end. Yeah, I, I mean, wanted to see what happened after Halsey and Prime Blue because I think that's when Kaz just decides to.
0: So yeah, it's where he crosses the line. Um, he's already bit- been in the process of doing that but at this point, mommy, daddy and everything he's ever known in his life in the Republic and everything else is gone and it's time to to step up. He's going to step up. and He's going be to mm-hmm. become the character that I have been hoping he would be through this entire series. I'm very excited about it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, there wasn't really anything I didn't like from this. Um, so the next episode is No Escape Part 2. Part 2? Is not. that going to be 40- 45 I don't know how long it's going to be. We'll see. Um, it's little teaser synopsis says Kaz and Tor free Yeager and Doza but Tam is going to be escorted off world by the First Order Kaz comes up with a crazy plan using Niku's help to upset the platform literally the First Order are temporarily thwarted but return to destroy Kaz and the crew and we have the clip for this week's episode
0: upset the platform literally yeah yeah yeah
2: Kaz come in are you there kinda busy at the moment boss
1: Okay. I think that I think that did it. Jaeger, what's your status? Listen,
0: they're taking Tam off world. How fast can you get to the tower?
1: We're on our way. Don't let her leave, Jaeger! Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry about that. Thank very much. That was a little bit uh, anticlimactic at the end there. So it, what's happening kind of when big. you're
0: hearing the great um uh, uh, scorings of whoever it is that scores it? I don't know who that is. Um, um, and is it's you find Agent Turney. And Tyranny. Commander Pyre, Tierney, Commander Tyranny. Pyre, Tyranny. it's Commander,
2: right? Yes.
0: Uh, escorting Tam to it looks like Kylo Ren's shuttle. Um, yeah. I, don't, I think we need to decide that it's probably not Kylo Ren's shuttle it's because of shuttle. the time frame of it. It's a new, uh, First Order shuttle. But they call it like a, a, Ty-
3: a Kylo and shuttle. Well, I mean,
2: because you see the Emperor in one of those Imperial shuttles, but it's not the Emperor's yeah, shuttle. So, There's lots of them.
0: But anyway, you see him walking in and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys think is going to happen in this next episode?
2: Um, Nothing that you have pretty much already predicted. I mean, I just... I They have a
3: lot to fit in in this one episode. I know. In 22 minutes, they have to fit in rescuing Tam... Upsetting the platform and doing all that kind of stuff, and that's difficult to do in 22 minutes. Yes, I have been fitting a lot in to each episode, but not this much. Do you
2: think they're actually going to get Tim? <sighs> or is she going to become a recruit of the Force Order. I don't think she'll become a recruit. But my question is: Is do you think they'll get to her on time, or do, you think she, do she they? So the mind? question that
0: we have to add, uh, to, to predict, I want, and we're going to make you guys go on record now because we haven't seen the episode uh, yet; it hasn't come out. Uh, does Tam go with the First Order, and does she become a, a First Order no. uh, sympathizer do, do, completely, do, or does Team Fireball Yeager, Kaz? Do they rescue her against her own will? and take her with them wherever they're going to go. Okay, we'll talk about you don't
3: leave second. us much of a choice, either. She doesn't want to either way.
0: I think, oh, I think that could. that's pretty obvious from no, the character. No,
3: I don't think so. If you watch the clip that we just showed, she looks like she made a bad decision. Yeah, she's having
0: second show again. Uh,
3: yeah, thoughts, thoughts of the first order. It, that's just what I see. <laughs> I feel like she's going to be happy and want willing to. Cool. So, yeah. I... I I don't think that she's going to go with the First Order. and I don't think they'll leave us on cliffhanger for the season finale. Oh, they're going to leave us on a massive cliffhanger massive, the season finale. Huge cliffhanger. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I, you don't think we're going to get the uh, first episode of Celebration?
0: I think that we are. Really?
3: You think so?
0: They were finishing seasons of Rebels in the spring of each year and showing first episodes at Celebration. Why can't they? They've already recorded season two. It's already in the can. Remember how Steven was explaining to us? They record these a year to two years before they do it. They record them first, then they create the the animation um, around it. That's why we
3: couldn't go down to the story group when we were at Lucasfilm. Yeah, we would be seeing stuff. some second season stuff as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. yeah, that's
3: true. Cool,
0: cool. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to. I'm still on track. My prediction's still working. Not, I said that in notice in in the No Escape Part One, we would see the destruction of Posseum Prime.
2: Well, that was kind that of was like the keeping. easiest of all like the predictions.
0: Keeping. We knew we were going to see it at some point. I said it would happen. I, in And part in one. one
3: of the photos that Disney released from that, like a week before, showed the. Four of this episode showed the hut, But I made the, the prediction
0: before they did that. Okay. I made the prediction during, um, what was the, the episode descent? before this? The descent. I made that prediction. Well, that, it
3: came out like right after. But I didn't. Anyway. anyway okay. I got it. You, you just were arguing to argue. I'm sorry. Me.
0: Yes, you should be. Okay. Um, and then, um, so Hazy and Prime in this one, and then I predict my prediction that has been on record for two weeks now. Can we be clear on that? Uh, was that they that Cass was going to free the Colossus and that they were going to get a call from General Organa? Organa. That's right. All right, General Organa, the crate call from, from the Last Jedi. And Cass is going to free the Colossus in order to be able to get off of it in order to respond. I still think that's going to happen. I think it was confirmed when we found out that the Colossus actually has flight capabilities and hyperspace capabilities. So he frees the entire Colossus to take it to go to respond to General Organa's um, request for help from The Last Jedi. That's where we're at in the the storyline. Episode ends. And then that's the end of the season, somehow in that process. And then what we're going to see in Episode 9 and probably in Season 2... Um, is a convergence between the Resistance characters, animation, and Episode 9. And I think that they have got, we'll talk about that in the segment a little bit later, the Grand Master Plan is going to come together. Okay. And now, based on the Colossus thing, I think the base on Bat 2 is actually the Colossus.
3: So, if they do end up that way with the Colossus and the reach or. Gar- Leia's
0: message, that's not much of a cliffhanger.
1: Well, I mean, something could
0: happen. Something could be stopping. You could have... So it's. Kind of, I think the cliffhanger mo- would more have to do with Tam. I, they, there's this parallel storyline with Tam, and I think that that's where the cliffhanger mm-hmm. is. That's why I don't think that... I think that she could be going over to the resist, uh, to the First Order, and I think that would be
3: that's a, that's a... I mean, I'm not saying that that could be totally false, or, like, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying that that's a very loose prediction. I feel like it could very well happen but I just don't think they'll go with that way
1: okay
0: cool well, do you guys have any predictions
2: no you pretty much covered everything no. I was going to say so cool. Okay.
0: Well, why don't we move on to the next segment
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. uh,
0: <laughs> all right All right, Poe Dameron is having a hard time keeping his mouth shut, along with a couple of other people I know really well. Uh, We've got an announcement about Episode 9, but not the one we were hoping for. And there are actually people out there who feel that they know the character of Yoda better than Frank Oz. It's time for Hot Takes.
1: This is where the fun begins. Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news?
0: Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. All right, I turned to somebody else's mic on Hi. Yeah. All right, so it seems that Oscar Isaac plays Bo and That's where that came I was from. Oh, yeah, is that that Yeah, He also plays, plays Jesus' daddy.
2: Really? Yeah, in he the, plays in the Nativity
0: Story? No, his like stepdaddy or whatever. Yeah. He was good. It was it a good movie. Anyway, go all right, uh, <laughs> it seems that Oscar Isaac has been given the green light. On talking about episode 9.
3: So people aren't just going to shoot him with Twitter things. Like, no, hey. he isn't on Twitter. Smart guy. Okay, uh, <laughs> he's sure. So he's on the Today Show this
0: week. He's got a new movie coming out. I don't remember what it's called. It doesn't matter. It's not Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> uh, He's got a new Sorry movie coming Oscar out Sorry, Oscar Isaac. So he's he's been doing all these music. interviews and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's And so on the Today Show, he said something. So we'll talk about it. And we'll talk about a couple of other things on other shows. Um, he said this. for This one's interesting. It's the end, I quote, it is the end of the entire Skywalker saga. Wow. Isaac said after a brief pause. Dramatic effect. Nine stories. This is the culmination of the thing. What J.J. has done and the entire Lucasfilm team is incredibly fulfilling. It's also special for us because you've got to learn a new thing about these characters. <laughs> <laughs> What do you oh. think about this being the like, confirmed conclusion of the Skywalker Saga, say, BB Nate?
3: I thought it was confirmed. It's been said,
0: but there are people that have been dancing around it. They like like to uh, reference the DVD jacket for Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, that says it was the end of the Skywalker Saga then. So um, they're trying to come up with all the reasons that they don't do it. But at this time, I think that there this is There are so many clear.
3: sources of Star Wars itself. Saying,
2: it right, not some times. DVD jacket,
3: no, no. Like, like not a publishing company that just made a,
2: does it, yeah, no, yeah, they, they, it's not, yeah it it, you know, 30 or
0: than... 20 years ago, or whatever it was, 15, 16 years ago, when episode nine, or excuse me, episode three was released on DVD, um, there wasn't the internet, there was, well, there was but there wasn't the uh. There wasn't social so media.
3: 2005 was a yeah. 2003,
0: 2004, 2005, something like that. It was 2005. So There was there was internet, but there wasn't a lot. There wasn't anything like social media, and everything wasn't being scrutinized at the level that it's being scrutinized right. now. So if there's, you know, if they said Skywalker Saga back then, that's one thing. If they say Skywalker Saga now, that's I think that that's pretty much mean? the end of it. What do you They mean? said
3: it in the cast announcement for Episode Nine.
0: I agree. You think that this is, should be a big revelation?
2: I don't think this should be a big revelation. We've been hearing it. I just think that's further confirmation. What I find interesting is he says it's the culmination of the nine stories. And, you know, hearing the whole, your theory about the animated series, and maybe, which we'll talk about this later. We will. Oh, we will. Maybe even some of the characters from Battlefront 2. I mean, um, somehow tie in some of the prequels. I mean, that would be... Uh, amazing! Just I think they're going to bring it all in together. Everything. I think
0: all nine episodes. You're going to have some Anakin. You're going to have some Luke. Of course, you're going to have it all come together. We're even going to have Buster in the background uh, barking, barking um, in the middle. Tervis, Tervis, Buster, right? So then, uh, later on, he was on Sirius XM doing an interview with some guy on there. I don't know what his name was, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, when he asked, uh, he was asked about how Carrie Fisher will be used in Episode Nine oh, through previously right. unseen footage. From The Force Awakens. And Isaac said. I wasn't surprised. Because I remember we were doing that. We worked a lot. And then it's sort of Isaac said of the scenes. Making their way back into the franchise. Fisher and I worked um, so much. We, talk, we would talk about the scenes. We got very tight during the shooting of that. So it was a beautiful thing to see. And it gets carried over into the new film as well. As for what it was like to see footage shot from years ago. Being repurposed for episode 9. Isaac admits it was definitely an unusual thing. But added. I also think it was right to engage with her character and not just let it be something that fades away. Samuel L. Hutt, you know, based on Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac's uh, thoughts regarding the footage and the fact that we know that it's a lot of uh, footage with him and her. What do you think about using re reusing that footage for princess Leia in episode nine?
2: I think I've said this before, but I think this is, you know, this is some uh, further confirmation. Um, I think it's, she's going to have a pretty minor role. Um, As for if they're going to kill her off or anything about that, I don't know. But I don't think she's going to have a huge presence in the movie. Um...
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: She didn't have a huge presence in um, The Force Awakens. Yeah,
0: she was a limited presence.
2: But what's interesting is that they recorded so much video.
0: Mm-hmm. They, they They shot so much of her and, and Oscar Isaac for The Force Awakens that they chose not to use in the story. Mm-hmm. That they can actually have a significant role for... Princess Leia. General Leia. Yeah. Don't call her princess. She doesn't like that anymore. Um, General princess. Leia in, ep- in Episode 9. I think it's really interesting hmm. about that. What I do think, you think? Go ahead.
2: It's just they've got to be careful not to write the story around the scenes. You know, they can't tailor the whole story just to be able to fit in her scenes. So I think... Yeah, I mean... I've I said this before, but I do not want to have that job.
0: Yeah. Totally so. get it. What about you, BB-Nate?
2: Uh, I
3: really... Oscar Isaac also said that the relationship between them is still there prominently in Episode Nine and works. I the footage is it's going to be strange.
0: It is going to be weird in general. Do you think it's going to be like really emotional the first time she shows up on screen? I'm
2: sure it might be. I yeah, yeah, it's emotional just
0: thinking about it. I bet she
2: was emotional. You know. For the whole cast, yeah, to watch it and to know, okay, this is where we insert And for Oscar Carrie. Isaac to have to s-
3: film a scene,
0: yeah, without well, her there, yeah, yeah. who I mean, knows if he had to do like cut scenes. like, like they, where they're, they're showing show him, and then show exactly, her. exactly. Yeah. Who knows?
3: Having yeah. to talk to.
0: Can you imagine being JJ having to write the script around making it uh, all work? I'm oh, sure
1: they had to. The I said, I do not envy him.
0: Yeah,
2: that's awesome. I Don't envy him.
0: And then he was on, uh, with Jimmy Fallon, he was on The Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's, like, making the circuit, obviously, um, with this. On Thursday night, um, and he talked about his last day on the set, the one that, if you guys recall, it's the one where you see the photo. uh, J.J. released it the day of the last shooting, where uh, Daisy Ridley, um, John Boyega, and Oscar Isaac are embracing. uh, And it looks like they're on, like, a Jakku setting or maybe Tatooine. Maybe. Maybe Tatooine. We'd love for it to be Tatooine, J.J. Um, not that you're going to change it because that might be a
2: little tough on a podcast is <laughs> going to have a couple hundred
0: views or listens to this week but anyway um, yeah um, so he said let's see where was he yeah he was uh, it was also the last day of work for Anthony Daniels that very same day and the actor uh, he, Anthony Daniels who uh, he didn't step on your tail that was Warwick Davis yeah Uh, Anthony Daniels if you guys want to check out he shook my hand he shook Nathan's hand that's right um, on the uh, 40 years of 3PO panel at Star Wars Celebration 2017 Orlando Mm -hmm. Um, so this is what he had to say about it Uh, it was such a milestone Uh, what was particularly special was that was the day that I finished on these three massive movies that for me have been such a huge part of my life right after it it was like okay Oscar's done and then I said a few words, and it's also Anthony Daniels' last day on the set. And uh, he stole Anthony Daniels stole his thunder. Everybody was like freaking out, and app- applauding, and giving standing ovations to Anthony Daniels for the C three PO thing. What do you think?
2: Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, Anthony Daniels has been in all the movies except, except for Solo. Solo, so he's kind of a big deal. Um, but. Yeah, I just, I think that's interesting. You know, it's, I bet you it's tough for all the actors, not only the veteran Anthony Daniels, but the new guys, Oscar Isaac, Poe, or Oscar Isaac, Oscar that's Isaac, John Boyega. And maybe D. Finn, Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those, the newer characters, I bet you it's just as emotional for them as it is for Anthony Daniels, just a different, you know, a different sure. feeling. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. this has
0: been for 43 years, 42 years or whatever. This is Anthony Daniels' life. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's just
0: remember. He was in, like, the Ewok movies, from what I understand. He was in... He was in the holiday special. He, he's in it? the holidays. Yeah, he's in all of them. So, and um, this is a big part of his life.
3: Yeah. He
2: danced
0: right. awesome. in the holiday We did get some Star Wars Episode Nine news this week. Um, the panel was announced uh, for this year's Star Wars Hello. Celebration. So it'll be taking place on Friday, April twelfth, two 2019. Uh, the time has not been announced, but they always do these massive mega panels right. at the very mm-hmm. beginning of the first panel of the day so that people can line up all night and still <laughs> get the
2: panel. Are we camping out?
3: This.
0: I think we may be this year. I think it's
3: worth it. Do um, yeah, you think we're not going to have a hotel
2: just sleep For there. the first night.
0: <laughs> well, we've got a hotel. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll go to the to hotel shower. that afternoon, uh, rest, and maybe see what, see how they do it. But anyway, um, but here's what's interesting about that is they're calling it the Episode 9 panel. Back when we went to Orlando for celebration uh, in 2017, Jedi. it was the Last Jedi panel. We don't have they a They gave us so. the name um, and that kind of thing. So this is pretty much going to be the... Uh, confirmation that we are not getting the title until that morning. What do you think, Sam?
2: Okay, I think that's interesting, but that brings up a thought to me, which I'm I'm certain is not an original thought to me. But do you think this title is going to have massive weight to it? Because so. they're holding it off, holding it back way more than any other title. I just can't think of what that would be. Like, what could be so powerful that they're holding it back like this much? You yeah. know. It better be like, if it was simple, if it was a
0: simple title that was vague and ambiguous, like The Last Jedi, and who is that? Ray? Is that somebody else? Is that Luke? Is it who is Dad? that? Right. You know, who is this? Is it, yeah, is it Kylo Ren becoming a good guy? Yeah. I mean, we could, if it was that ambiguous, they'd have given us the title right. already. The reality is there's something very clear. At least that's the impression that I'm getting hmm. that, that when they give us this title, we're all going to like be a puddle. I know. Um,
2: I hope it's gonna like bring tears to my eyes. or something. I don't know if
0: the title will, but I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a jaw dropping a moment when they give us that. It title.
3: always is a celebration. It'll well, just,
2: yeah, I mean the, the trailer it'll was it. Like, but what if what if it'll they, just say Turbis the 4th. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's do it. No, but what if what if they do it just like they did Endgame?
0: You know, they don't even give us the title um, during the the panel. You know, JJ's up there and Daisy's up there and Kylo's up there and Finn and Oscar and. And uh, um,
3: Domnall and Lupita
0: any... Duongo and wrote or Which, like Kelly Marie to be Scheran, honest, and...
3: we're all at that panel just to see the news that we're getting. Not, oh, no, the I panel's mean, I, awesome. it's interesting, yeah. But I what if
0: they, they go all the anyway. way through the panel and everybody's like waiting for the title and JJ's not, they're teasing it, saying, oh, yeah, I you know, know, pretending like they're gonna give it, and then all of a sudden the lights go down, they show the trailer, and, and we don't actually get the title until the, the, the screen the comes engines, up at the very end, titles. like they did with Endgame. What would you guys do?
2: With that, I would, oh, I'd be fine with that.
3: I would actually be more happy with that than just getting it.
0: Just getting it at the beginning, and yes. then us being forgetting everything that they're talking about, just because we're just, trying to figure just, out just,
2: what the title yeah, meant. Yes, and then we just see the, that. Because I just hope they don't tease us completely and don't give us a title.
0: They're like, yeah, uh, no teaser, no title. Uh, we're gonna delay the movie till
2: 2020. Uh, have a nice day, George comes out. Yeah, George that. comes out to say that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares, right? <laughs> no. But I think what would be funnier, though, is they give us the teaser. We've been waiting the whole panel for the title. And it just says Give us the teaser. It and it just... It doesn't give it us... Just episode, episode nine it just says Episode 9? It says Star Wars. It just says Star Wars on it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wait, what if it's just called Star Wars?
0: <laughs> like the original movie?
2: Yeah, the end off of the... i Star- thought about oh. that. No. i
0: thought about that.
2: I mean... That might be dangerous.
0: Uh, I think we would uh, really uh, have some people that would lose their every living yeah, life for that.
3: Like what you said, we're going to be trying to figure out what the title is. I don't want to be drawn away from the experiences that all of the cast had in J.J. Abrams, and I want to hear what they're saying, not trying to think of of analyzing every word and match it with the title, which I did that that with Last Jedi. and So I think it would just be much better if we... Or maybe they just opened up the panel with the trailer. But we're not going to
0: get the title until then. That would be a worse idea. Alright, last thing. Frank Oz defends Yoda's Last Jedi actions. This came from uh, the way I'm going to read it is straight from comicbook.com, so I'm just giving them They're not credit. reputable sources.
3: No, they can not I mean, they can be at some point. They're yeah. one of those... Oh, actually,
0: comic book is okay. Oh, okay. It's so not terrible. So... Um, as the debate surrounding Star Wars The Last Jedi rages on, Yoda voice actor Frank Oss has stepped up to defend his character. So too. Yeah, he is. Oh. Um, character's role in the polarizing film. On Twitter, a fan posted a still from his favorite scene in The Last Jedi in which Yoda and Luke watch as the home of the sacred text... The sacred Jedi texts burn... But Turbos knows that they're not they're not there. They're on the Millennium Falcon, doesn't he?
2: Turbos knows what's up.
0: He does. He's the he's the he's the guy.
2: He's learning Jedi ways.
0: Uh, Others chimed in to express their annoyance at what they perceived to be character inconsistency (laughs) in the Last Jedi.
2: Okay, let's stop there.
0: Do you think that the Last Jedi Yoda was inconsistent with Oh my gosh, yes!
3: Last Jedi was such a bad movie. Stop it. All right. Seriously,
0: think- no. Seriously, do you think he was inconsistent? No.
3: I mean, he was more consistent
0: with. He's goofy. He's yeah, uh, I was he's say. joking so, around. He's 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 making Yoda. fun of Luke.
2: Right. Like, um, the like- new Galaxy of Adventures clip came out, and it was Yoda. He was even more goofy in this than. But it's
0: from The Empire Strikes Back, right? Right. Right. Yeah, but if so- you'd been stuck on that planet for the last twenty right. years without thinking, uh, speaking to another human being. Mm-hmm.
2: It was it was cool though because they showed him being all goofy and the crazy Yoda you see even more so than in the movie, and then it, it's like I'm looking for a Jedi Master Luke says and he's like Yoda you see Yoda and then it clips or it cuts to all these moments from the Clone Wars oh, where Yoda's being you know he's, he's just being Yoda yeah yeah and and then it cuts back to Yoda being goofy it perfectly fits That's the crazy. last Jedi Yoda well he's fits.
0: he's goofy to an extent in the uh, uh, prequel trilogy specifically yeah. when he's like mocking Obi Wan because. Okay. Oh, a planet you have lost. You know, or, or yeah, Master like, Obi-Wan, you know, yeah. he's, he's making fun of him a little bit and and that kind of thing. He but the prequel seems
2: like the cool crazy uncle. Well, the no prequel trilogy,
0: he's the head of the Jedi Council. Right, so
2: he has to have some level of
0: a gravitas, yeah, yeah, you know this, 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 you know. Uh, he has to be, well, yes, and he <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah.
2: He, he has that a lot in the Clone Wars. You know,
0: we, when we get to the, and know, he was
2: also only crazy j- around like the younglings, you know, yes. and, and goofy around exactly. the younglings.
0: So you know, uh, but he's he's going back to Dagobah when he's with Luke on Leia on on a uh, He's going back to that version of Yoda. Right. He's going back to the the one that's you know beating on Artoo with his stick, right, and eating his food. You know the how big you get flashlight. by eating. Uh, such na- such terrible food and that kind of stuff, right. you know, that type of situation, and he's treating Luke the way Luke remembers
2: right. Yoda. That's how- not the
0: way that we remember Yoda from the prequel trilogy. because right.
2: so, like this is say. how Luke was trained, he was trained by that Yoda. But exactly, so, like
3: you said, he and just like Sammy said, he was t- trained by goofy Yoda. Obi Wan was trained by his very serious Yoda, right. and if you see at the end of *In Return of the Jedi* and *Empire*, when he's talking to Obi Obi Wan or Ben, he kind of seems a little bit more mellow, and he he is sophisticated, sophisticated more, yeah. and I mean,
2: and he does that a bit with Luke towards the end, a of bit, but not as much. No, so adds for him being consistent in *The Last Jedi*. Yeah, he's consistent. Well, let's see what Frank Oz had to say. This oh, time, Oz is a famed puppeteer and
0: actor, voices, opinion on the matter, writing. This is what he said. Uh, I kind of have pretty intimate knowledge of who <laughs> Yoda is, and I don't feel it was out of character at all. And you on think? that note, we'll end this segment. So I've got a theory.
2: What? What's wow, that? you've got yeah, lots of those. I in know, me. but
0: this one's like, this is the granddaddy of them all. Wow. I believe that Lucasfilm and Disney... Have been executing a grand master plan that would make Darth Sidious jealous. Wow. That's right. His plan is to bring all of the new Star Wars canon together wow. in Episode 9. That includes novels, animated series, comics, and video Why games.
2: Do you know
0: I don't know. This week we're going to look back at the Resurrection DLC from Star Wars Battlefront 2 and see how, or at least we, uh, I believe, uh, it will come into play in Episode 9.
1: Rebellions are built on hope.
2: If you live long enough, you see the same eyes in different people.
1: I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs>
0: Oh, right. So then. we might as well mention it because when you listen to that, that intro, it has Maz uh, talking on there. We were watching the Phantom Menace the other day and in Anakin's room on the Phantom Menace on Tatooine, there's a statue in the background that we all thought looked like Maz. So I reached I out to Maz. Twitter and found that it's been confirmed that it is Maz.
2: Hmm. It's a
0: statue of Maz Kanata. That's kind of crazy, dude. What is Anakin doing with a statue of Maz? Maybe
2: she's like a celebrity across the. I country. don't know. I
0: don't know. I want to find that out too. All right. So, so here's the deal. As I mentioned previously on this episode and on previous episodes, I think the Resistance is going to tie into Episode Nine. Um, I think that all of the Thrawn stuff with Batu is going to tie into Episode Nine. Galaxy is Edge is going to tie into episode 9. There's stuff going on with comics. I think they're going to bring in the prequel trilogy into episode 9. We've already talked about that, like characters from it and ideas from it and themes from it as much as they can. That's why they're focusing on so much about like Queen's Shadow Master and Apprentice and stuff like that, wow. in addition to the 20th anniversary the of, of the fan, Yeah, the Age of Republic stuff. That's all tied into the 20th anniversary of the fan Menace. I know that. But I think they're going to be bringing it all together. And I think one thing that seems to get overlooked in that whole idea of that as a possibility is Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's a storyline. Yeah. It's canon. They 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 made the attempt to craft a story that fit with the Star Wars canon. Okay? Right. In order to release Star Wars Battlefront 2. Then before the last... And, of course, the original Star Wars... The campaign the, the, was all... Um, was basically original trilogy era right right um but the reality is we know 20 years 30 years later whatever it is that they were they've released this dlc called resurrection uh, mm-hmm. Um, it's the last jedi dlc yeah. and it ties into the last jedi right
2: like okay? we finished that like a day before Last it, jedi like, yeah it was close.
0: so i mean it's oh, no i think we did that over like that I, remember, well, I think you're right, actually.
2: I remember um, we yeah. didn't have time. You got you two took like it was too, it was really it was a tough DLC. Yeah, it's a tough. It, and Very you two tough. were having a lot of trouble getting through levels, so we would have to give it to me so we could just get through the DLC to, and be able watch, to the cut watch the cutscenes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we're gonna break down the DLC, okay? We're gonna break down the DLC and see if we can see ways or or discuss ways that we think that this car- this subplot will feature itself or will will appear in the main plot of episode nine or will impact the main plot of episode nine okay so i've taken some time to really break this down it's in, broken down into it looks like five different segments okay, okay. so i'm going to read a little bit of that i'm going to read a description of that segment of the dlc cutscenes, mm-hmm. the storyline and then we'll discuss different elements of it and then we'll move to the next one after that and so forth makes sense all right so here's the way that it starts and it needs it actually goes back to the end of the original campaign for us to understand because if you remember the dlc cutscenes, actually um uh the the opening of of the the last jedi resurrection dlc mm-hmm. it flashes back to the end of the campaign of uh, the original of yeah. uh, the original campaign where we see del Nico and hask the yeah the, the uh
2: and Kylo, I thought. And Kylo, right. Yeah. So Dell
0: is captured on Pillio by Protectorate Gleb, who hands him over to Kylo Ren in the First Order. Ren uses the Forest to interrogate Dell about the location of the map leading to Luke Skywalker. Once Ren succeeds, he leaves Dell in the custody of Hask, who survived getting shot down on Jakku. Hask expresses disgust at Dell choosing a fo- to father a daughter with Aiden instead of becoming a soldier and kills him but not before Dell warns him not to confront Aiden Aiden versus the other main character of the, of the game Hask then warns Gled that the republic cannot find out about Project Resurrection and orders her to leave Corvus on Pile- leave the Corvus on Pilio as bait to lure Hiding out of hiding. Now, it's been a while since you guys have focused in on the DLC. Yeah, I don't remember. Is some of this, like, crazy it's, to it, you? Yeah. It's, right.
2: it's making a little sense. Okay, let's break it down. Let's break down the characters
0: to get set up with this, okay? First of all, Pilio. That plays into the original... Um, um, campaign. Campaign.
2: Was that the one, like, the underwater, but it was above-water planet?
0: Uh, this is the planet with the spiders where Del, you play Del's character, Del nico mm. and you actually interact with Luke. Yeah, and, so this is the planet. Okay. And the, okay. uh, they go to the Jedi, where the Jedi artifacts are, and there's the compass that's used in The Last Jedi. Yeah, I think I'm... You remember that? It's, it's okay. coming
2: come back a little so bit. So Pileo
0: is that planet. Yeah, okay. Protectorate Gleb is the one that leads this group of um, Imperial recruits and trainees on uh, Vardos which is the planet that features prominently in the original campaign it it's the, the planet that Aiden Versio is from Admiral Versio the, is um, from
2: Emperor used the satellites to destroy on? yeah, that. yeah okay. exactly okay.
0: and Aiden was part of that group
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay that, that thing and she was trained by Protector at Glenn. it's one of those crazy like bug-eyed walrusy looking faced creatures Um, mm. you'll look it up later okay okay uh, let's see. This. So we, we we've identified that. Let's talk about this other stuff here. Uh, the, the Corvus is the ship that Viral yeah, Squad that uses all throughout that. this, and that Aiden and Dell start using after they defect from the Empire yeah, I mean. and become part of the uh, the Republic, mm-hmm. um, and later the Resistance. Okay, so, so the Corvus is in that. So. Um, so, so, you know, we've got all of this kind of tying together. So we've got some, some different things in here. We've got this moment where Kylo Ren is, is using the Force like we see him use with, with, um, Poe po and tries to use with Ray mm-hmm. in The Force Awakens. And this is moments before I envision this moment taking place concurrently with the moment that Poe and Kaz are learning of the, the Starkiller-based stuff in the core problem. Mm-hmm. Because what happens immediately after that with the core problem um, is Poe gets this um, orders by General Leia to go to Jakku. Right. Right? What is the orders from General Leia? To, to go get the map
2: from, uh, from
0: uh, Lor Santeca. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Who know? And how does Del know about this map? Do we know this? Because that's what Kylo Ren is interrogating and using yeah, the Force to figure out. I don't he remember. must not He must have told um, Organa, General Organa, about the map, that Lor San Tecca has the map. Right. And then Kylo is using the Force to find out that Lor San Tecca has the map. So Poe goes to Jakku, and then when this scene ends... Kylo heads to Jakku. That's the beginning of The Force Awakens. Mm. So this is where... I mean, these are the, where the things are converging. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. So that's a really major moment on that. I also think it's interesting that we have the Battle of Jakku uh, playing into this, because Jakku is a big part of this, um, with it. Hask then warns Gleb um, that the Republic cannot find out about Project Resurrection. Okay? And that
3: was Shiv. Or Shiv. No, no. Shiv that's was the good guy. Yeah.
0: No, he's the guy that looks like the blue. Yeah, he looks like the. He's, he's hilarious. He's in the Lando guy. Lando cam, uh, portion on the original campaign. He
2: was.
3: The, oh, he was. He <laughs> was also in the Resurrection for. A yeah, long he was. Time.
0: He's in the whole thing. He features prominently. Yeah, I love that guy. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so, what is this Project Resurrection? Well, we know uh, we're given ideas of Project Resurrection in the original campaign. Right. This it's, is uh, basically the contingency. Part of the, the part of the contingency, the emperor's contingency that we have in the original campaign. This is should something devastating happen to me, the emperor sit, has this plan. This is what you guys have to do, and that's where they go off into the outer, the unknown regions, and they go and they regroup mm-hmm. um, with this project. Resurrection is a part of that contingency plan. That's all we know at this point in the in the DLC. Okay, okay? so we're we on the same page here. So we've got this moment. This is sort of the way things open. Yeah. Um, with the DLC, okay? It's Force Awakens stuff, it's Kylo using the Force to go through through, uh, Del Miko's head, and you actually get to play Kylo Ren running through his conscience at the end of it. That was awesome. Okay. So let's go. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go
0: into the DLC now, okay? Shriv Surga, that's the blue guy that we were talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. Shriv, mm-hmm. okay?
0: Sure. Now an agent for the resistance, discovers the abandoned Corvus, that's still on Pilio. And informs Aiden and her daughter Zay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shrib also reveals that Dell had been helping the Resistance investigate rumors of mass disappearances that may be connected to Project Resurrection before disappearing himself. Okay. All right. They head to Athula, where Dell was last seen to investigate. However, they are ambushed by a Janata security fleet. Janata security fleet is. Um, the fleet that's being that, uh, they're they're protectors from Vardos, they're they're, they were trained by a protector at Gleb. So, these are some of like these are like uh, peers of of Aiden, they're they're like the same planet, they're like from her people, Okay. okay.
1: Um, however, they are ambushed by a Janata
0: security fleet. Aiden and Zay destroy the fleet and capture their flagship, and then the surviving Janata security crew admit. That they had been kidnapping children on behalf of the first order, and that Project Resurrection had been moved to Vardos. Okay. All right. So we've got a couple big moments here. All right. Dell. They find out from Dell, or through Dell, or that Dell has been investigating that mass disappearances associated with this Project Resurrection. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you have this Janata security force, which are which. There's a, a um, affinity between Aiden and them because she was part of that growing up, right? Or they were from her planet, mm-hmm. right? Um, that she ends up having to defeat and conquer, but then the refuge or the the conquered prisoners admit that they were actually um, kidnapping children
2: mm-hmm. and
0: taking them to Vardos. With this, what does this not? I mean, what what's what's what is this talking about?
2: That's the stormtrooper, the stormtroopers. Yeah, the, the kids are training to become stormtroopers for the first time. Okay, one. so who does this make you think about in our Finn. main storyline? Finn.
0: You've got Finn, and you've got something else. You guys realize there's another massive character that's involved in that process in, in Episode 9. guy
3: Kylo that no,
0: BB-8 No, it's Hux. Skipped. It's Hux. What you got to understand from the Aftermath novels is that Armitage Hux, our General Hux, from Episode 7, 8, 9, mm-hmm. from start, uh, Resistance now... Mm-hmm. Uh, is the son of the one that started this process. Hmm. And Armitage Hux was a, a, a teenager when all of this started, and he ends up becoming the leader of all of those children and ends up becoming the general right. over all of them. So Finn is involved in this. This is, it's, it's It's got its fingers. It's got its fingers in the main storyline that we're talking about here. Right. Does that make sense? You understand yeah. where I'm coming from? Okay. Um, then it goes on. Aiden, Zay, and Shriv return to Bardos. Aiden has Zay, Iden's daughter, mm-hmm. stay behind on the Corvus while she and Shriv investigate the surface, where they see a bright streak of red light appear in the sky. Aiden and Shriv discover Gleb's dead body and they're then captured by Hask. Okay. Okay, we're we still tracking here? Yes. Who taunts them by telling them that he killed Gleb and Del. And that the First Order has already destroyed the Senate and Hosnian Prime and all that, Hosnian okay. system. So now we've got Battlefront, we've got the main movies, and, we got resistance. and we've got Resistance, all starting to converge right. at this moment. These moments are happening at the same time. You see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he then adds that, the, that his Star Destroyer, the Retribution... Um, he then orders, excuse me, he then orders his star destroyer the Retribution to destroy the Corvus along with Zay.
2: Okay. Their daughter.
0: Janata security personnel, remember them?
2: Yeah. Okay, we
0: talked about them a minute ago. Angry at the First Order betraying them, mm-hmm. attack Hask's men, giving Aiden and Shred an opportunity to escape. They rescue Zay, who managed to eject in an escape pod oh, before the Corvus was that destroyed. That was
3: a hard level <laughs> <laughs> I took us, like, Forever. 30 times. One. The one where we were there on the landing pad all those stormtroopers, and you had to go up the stairs and take them all out oh i
0: oh yes i remember that it was intense but here's what i want to focus on the story okay (laughs) i'm
3: sorry because here we go we've got we've got
0: all all of this convergence we talked about that already right we've got the convergence of the main movie the movies with the convergence of now star wars resistance and the convergence of the battle uh battlefront storylines right okay so we've already got all that happening it's all coming together at one moment but then you also have this idea of these Janata security personnel who are loyal to the First Order that are part of the contingency. Mm-hmm. Now revolting against the First Order and helping to defeat the First Order. You guys know about the rumors going on with Finn for episode yeah, oh 9. Yeah. Explain no. what that is, Sam.
2: That he's going to lead a revolt of stormtroopers against Oh yes, no dude. The the First Order. So this feels
0: like it's happening. A little bit. It feels yeah. like it's all coming together. We wouldn't have known this a year and a half ago when the last... This came out before The Last Jedi. came out right, right before it. Right. You see what I'm saying? We wouldn't have known this stuff mm-hmm. at that time. Okay. Now it makes more sense as we think of the whole thing. All right. right. Um, Fights or desire to get revenge on Hask then resolves to board the Retribution Hask's <laughs> ship. To investigate what the first order has been up to. After getting aboard by stolen uh by after getting aboard by flying stolen TIE fighters into the engine of the Retribution, Iden, Shriv, and Zay search the retribution for any useful data from the ship to aid the resistance, fending off stormtroopers and some officers along the way. They hack a computer terminal and discover that Project Resurrection is an operation by the First Order to kidnap children from across the galaxy and indoctrinate them into stormtroopers so we have children being conscripted into the first order and raised as stormtroopers we have people being led to revolt against the first order as a result of the first order's betrayal we have finn who was a conscripted child who's now turned its back we have rumors that he's going to lead a group of stormtroopers does he get help from I or from Zay? I'm and not Shriv. in because I knew yeah. that was going to happen. Her and Shriv. Do we see Shriv and I and oh. Zay in episode nine with Finn? That could be I mean, They can
2: easily do that. absolutely because Zay was just, just a girl just a character model. Yeah. yeah, Richard E. Grant plays Shriv. No, because no, no, he's, like, he's playing a, 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 a guy. The guy who did the voice in the costume.
0: All right. In addition. They discovered that the First Order has built up a massive fleet large enough to retake the galaxy. Folks, we have not seen that fleet. That fleet that we see in The Last Jedi is not that fleet. That can't happen. So the First Order is much bigger than what we see. We see
2: the map in the Resistance, remember?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We also have to come to the conclusion that the Republic fleet was not completely sta- stationed on Hosnian in the Hosnian system. No, and that few group of ships that are being uh, led by Leia and later Holdo uh, from Dakar to Crate is not everything that the Republic yeah. has. So now you've got these two massive system, fleets that have not battled with each other yet.
2: No. Coming together. Ooh, I want to see it. Uh, yeah, like fight. exactly.
0: Ooh. Okay. Um, finally, they find the plans for a first order dreadnought and steal them. Shrib then goes to secure an escape craft while Aiden and Zay plan explosive charges on the Retribution's hyperspace generators. Hask ambushes them but is killed by Aiden. Mm hmm. The destruction of the hyperspace generators pulls the retribution out of hyperspace near Starkiller Base right as the Resistance destroys it. Mm -hmm. So when we watch The Force Awakens and we see Poe and Black Squadron and the Millennium Falcon, what's left of them, flying away from the destroyed Starkiller Base, you realize that Aiden and Shriv and Zay are right there in that same uh, area right Mm -hmm. there at that same moment with the dreadnought plans okay i I then reveals that she's been mortally wounded during the battle with hask she gives the dreadnought plans to zay and orders to her to escape without her dying or or without her before dying so she tells her leave it was a really intense moment i I was shocked by
2: it it was yeah i did not think they were going to go there not not why do all
0: this why build up this character? Make you fall in love with Aiden Versio. Make you love the idea of all of this. Kill her off just to have the plans for the dreadnought from The Last Jedi get to Princess Leia. And that's the last we see of these characters. Does that make sense?
3: I feel wasted. Um, The end of the campaign. Oh yeah, I remember this leia sends oh we haven't got there
0: yet oh we haven't got there. got there yet oh, oh i thought there. you did cause... No, no 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 why but why have it like that l- l- you know i dies and that's the end of it i don't
3: know we'll mm. find out in a little bit won't we
0: we might find out in a few months maybe okay <laughs> zay and Shrimp link up with the resistance transmit the dreadnought plans to general leia which is right there at that moment hi joe um <gasps> You're, you're, you're another one of my deacon of hype. Uh, there you go, buddy. All right. The <laughs> <laughs> screen's just blowing up. <laughs> uh, uh, these, these Dreadnought plans are critical to The Last Jedi. We know that that plays out in this. And when we watch the original DLC, or we played the D- DLC, you're kind of you like, oh, story? that's awesome. That's where they got the Dreadnought plans. Guys, I think that the storyline of, of that DLC is, has unbelievable yeah. implications for Episode Nine. Do you agree or disagree with me after the argument that I've
2: made? I think... Why got, talk about all
0: this stuff and not do something with it?
2: Right. It's It seems wasted. I mean, the, the first campaign was just... You know, it was just uh, cool to add some backstory. But it's also to set up this DLC. It's, absolutely. And it's so, a grand
0: master plan why worthy spend, of Darth Sidious. Yeah.
2: Why spend
3: this much time on all of this stuff? stuff resistance comics books even this game new
0: canon games this
3: this game just yeah. to think this game takes a lot of time they have to get, get, get the
2: moves and down. they
0: didn't want to give up remember when everything oh. got crazy and they had all that challenge uh, they were yeah. like we can't just pull the game we can't just end it we've got to do the dlc we've got to fix this they were work because it's important to episode nine. right
3: do so you think they'll release another dlc
0: I don't know. Maybe they would. That'd be awesome if they released one right right uh, around the time that Episode Nine came out. Um, with it. So we I know this. That, like, These Dreadnought plans are critical of the plot of The Last Jedi. And, uh, Zay and Shriv link up with the Resistance and transmit them. And then General Leia tells them... Go on a mission. ...to head to the Outer Rim to gather more allies. Ooh. Outer Rim. Colossus. What if the end... What if the end of Resistance... This season is them meeting up with Shriv and Zay. Oh,
2: don't do that! Dude. I'm staying up till midnight. Tonight. I don't care what y'all say. I will set an alarm. <laughs> we all... I think that would be amazing. Oh, we will. Could sleep you imagine? For if the we time see them. <laughs> <laughs> We're just watching it, and all of a sudden, Shriv and Zay pop up, just... and then
0: they end up going to Batu and establishing the uh... Resistance base. And now we have Galaxy's Edge Resistance Battlefront. And the episode uh, episode nine all tying together. Oh jeez.
2: Don't don't play with my heart.
0: <laughs> but Ugh. I think that we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not the plan, it was fun talking about it. Alright. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, let's see.
1: Anything, anything else?
0: Anything else you guys want to talk about? A about a more anything in there? Else. Uh yeah.
2: Rank your teeth, make the ingredient list for build your own lightsaber sabers at Galaxy's Edge. Whew. This does not sound like the thing you can do at the end of Star Tours, and oh um, no, in t- no. this sounds that like these
0: are like, like legit le- movie prop, legit level, probably
2: two hundred, three hundred dollars a pop. Where you don't c- care, just design
0: them. it. You could put like like it says, ranker teeth. You get your own kyber crystals. Oh, you do all that stuff. You need you to you, this, just like every It's like, it's like what happens at the end of Star Tours. But, like, instead of it costing $40, it costs 400 mm-hmm. and, and it's
2: more like uh, that art from uh, Clone Wars with the Padawans. Yeah. And each, blade, is so cool. each hilt is unique to you. Yeah.
0: Ooh. So that would be pretty cool. I'm going right?
2: to go broke at Galaxy's Edge. If I we ever get
0: broke. there.
2: <laughs> Um, Rotten Tomatoes
3: may
0: make users prove they've seen movies before reviewing.
2: That's and it's
0: about time. For real. Alright, so none of this, that episode 9 comes out in December, and let's go ahead and write bad reviews about it in January.
3: Now, I kind of... Before it happens. I kind of miss all this kind of stuff. The whole people reviewing it. Because on the reviews, uh, they want to see kind of stuff. Those reviews, um... People that actually did see the movie were sometimes actually gave reviews.
0: Well, yeah, but now we're not at the point where we can see. You know, that's the case. It's gotten with Captain Marvel, Episode Nine, other movies. They're being so attacked by people that haven't even seen it that it's it's completely I know, skewing. But sometimes one. I
3: want to go see it, see those reviews, but it's before wait, like two months before the movie. Even
2: though yeah, well, how who's seen
0: out? the movie then? Who's who saw Captain Marvel? Two months ago and put a review. Nobody. They weren't releasing Captain Marvel video two months ago. They had some people see it like three weeks ago before it came out, um, reviewers and stuff like that. And they should have a spe- separate, that should go under the critics' reviews section on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what we had, that's what happened with The Last Jedi. You had a 98 on the critics' reviews on The Last Jedi. From the critics that saw the movie, right. and then you had this attack with Russian bots, not joking, and all this other stuff, that were attacking this <laughs> thing because they didn't like the fact that Luke Skywalker wasn't going to head out there with a laser sword and take on the First Order all by himself. That's why they didn't like it. So
2: Stupid.
0: Now what they're going to make people do is they're going to make them scan their tickets or something like that. Um, to show that they've actually seen the movie before they review it. So, it's a double-edged sword. Are there going to be... Uh, you know, the movie studios will love it, if that's the case, because if you're going to go out there and put bad reviews about a movie, yeah, you, see it, you have to the pay movie. the money to right. go see the movie. You know? I mean, so, that's fair, though. But I think that's right. That's legitimate. Right. Don't review a movie you haven't seen. You don't have to like it, but at least see it before you write a review. Okay. I mean...
3: I don't like the negative spots of every single kind of fandom. There are some fandoms that are most of the fandom is
2: positive. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, I couldn't. Marvel's pretty positive. The the worst we've seen was with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Otherwise, it's really positive. Every
3: time, like a Captain, I'm like the Marvel page, and it's coming up on my page more and more often recently. And so I always look at the comments for some of them to see what's going on, and all of them are negative, even if it's something that's not. Is that way? Catherine I mean, Mars, that's Facebook, it's though. Negative. so Yeah, that's and, the way that Facebook is. So, and I mean, I don't like to see people wh- ripping other people or that kind of stuff, but I like to see the backlash against those people. I like to see that. No, that's still, not fair, though. I know. I mean, I, it would just
0: be better if people just learned how to be nice. But yeah. Anyway, uh, Disney's Galaxy's Edge is going to offer not one—we knew about one—but three varieties of their signature Star Wars drink: two blue milks. And are two green milks and a blue milk, and they're going to be different flavors. and They've announced that they made it very clear they're actually not any milk because that would be gross. They said, Yeah, to have milk on a hot day, oh, they, they,
3: yeah.
2: They, they said that, that but it's, really going good.
0: Good. it's going to be good, it's going to be fruity, very refreshing. And, I mean, but it's who's going to look to say like the Banth blue milk, milk and the green milk. And who's the, the, to say
2: that bantam milk the, tastes like milk, right? Well, that's true, you never know. It's Star Wars, so like it, it tastes like so we many, had yeah, Maybe hopefully. We'll just taste it. so hopefully. We will taste it one day. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I vow.
0: Let's uh talk about next week's podcast for the week. Thank you. Um, Hopefully,
2: that you'll actually. Yeah,
0: up. I'm gonna put that one up. In fact, I probably will do it today just to be safe. That's a good idea. Give ourselves a full week to get I the even, results. Because and I don't want to forget. So, uh, do you think it's possible that all sequel era content will converge in episode nine? Yes. No. Maybe so. Never tell me the odds, meaning I want it to happen, but I doubt it. And other comment below. So, guys yes. think so? what do you think? Do you, think mm-hmm. you, do you buy into my theory?
2: I want it, but it seems like a really big task, and it may be giving... This sounds wrong, and I may sound like a hater, but it may be giving Disney and Lucasfilm a little bit too much credit, if that makes sense. It would While not be Disney I and Lucasfilm.
0: Explain. It would be... Here's the only way that I think that this is possible. The only reason I think that this is possible. Pablo Hidalgo, Matt Martin, Leland Chi, these guys in the story group, and the rest of them, there's others that are in there too, and I just don't know you because you're not active on Twitter.
3: Well, um, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, no, that's fair.
0: Okay, but, the, but this group, they are brilliant when it comes to Star Wars knowledge. Absolutely. They absolutely love Star Wars and if they want if they were able to convince Disney that they were putting together a plan to make all of that happen I think Disney would buy into it I
3: think that they I think that the story group is basically I think it's Bob Iger's think tank
0: no it's like Bob Iger has nothing to do with it Bob Iger has one thing how many people are going to buy a ticket, and how much money am I going to make off of this for right. my shareholders? True, that is, and that's eye fine. Eye <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is like, how do we make sure that this all stays I together, just, and we have a great stories and stuff I like that? that. And we make the movies work. Hold on, the story group. This is their this is their canvas, and they're like artists painting. And we've seen them pull it off in small ways. Can they? Are they trying to pull it off in a big one? I think that they are. All
2: right. I hope that that's the case, and I hope that after I see episode nine, I will stand up in the. We did this with Last Jedi, but I will stand up in the theater and just applaud. Cheer and yeah. applaud. Oof.
0: And I think we'll have a. Bit, we'll know more tomorrow night after we watch Star Wars Resistance final episode. Tomorrow night. Well, whenever it's on
3: tomorrow
1: morning. Um, uh, tonight, <laughs> we're not staying
0: up till midnight because I doubt it will show up on Disney Now by then. Um, but if any, anyway. Um, we will know more tomorrow whether or not this is true. I think that if we see significant connectivity, regardless of whether or not they see Zay and Shriv or they go to crate or whatever, if we see that that's the direction that this series is mm-hmm. going, I think that that's where we find out that this is actually happening. So anyway, I hope you like this podcast. <laughs> um, and, and on that those, note, those of you that joined us on Facebook live, thank you thank as well. You. Um, we've got, we're all over social media. Um, just look up at Tatooine Sons on anything. We don't do Snapchat. Nope. I don't understand Snapchat. No, I don't
2: either. I don't okay. Either. Um, anyway, everyone does it
0: though. Yeah, um, we're gonna ignore it, and um, we'll you know look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. What else are we on? YouTube. YouTube. Uh, we got a website. Face? No, we're not. There is no MySpace. Um, no,
2: LinkedIn. No, we're not. We need to get and on that's LinkedIn.
0: For professionals. We're not. Professionals. We are professionals. We are, if you've watched this on Facebook Live, you know we're anything but professionals we are uh, very uh so anyway uh we have a website tattooing sons.com you can go there uh you can find out like merch we got service shirts buy them please uh, <laughs> need your money got, these. uh <laughs> patreon.com backslash tattooing sons uh you can support us financially for like a buck or more if you want if it. you want and uh we'd love that that would be awesome give us a review on itunes or spotify please head on over to spotify they're like They're they're battling against uh, iTunes. Oh yeah, they're battling against iTunes for supremacy. We'd love to have some reviews on on Spotify. That would help us a lot. So, um, I think that pretty much that covers everything else. Is there anything else you guys want to say?
3: May the force be with you. May the force be with you.
1: May the force be
0: with you you, always. This party's over.
3: I like that Wookiee
0: Don't get technical with me.
1: Join, please.